0: This week of Dave and Darren in the morning was a really grand adventure, and we're happy now to share with you the top five things that happened on our journey. It's the Top Five Things podcast, a collection of what got done on the Dave and Darren show. You can hear it every morning, 5.30 to 10 on Planet 93.9. This podcast is made possible By Nature's
1: Treatment of Illinois. Yeah, Nature's Treatment of Illinois is the only locally owned dispensary. They have two locations. They have the Tech Drive location in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. And both locations are open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis. And Milan offers medicinal, including topicals for localized pain. Where do you want to get started? How about number 1? One? 1 Number 1. Number 1, number 1. And this should be obvious. Okay, number 1. Number 1. 1 1. one. 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 Number 1.
0: Guilford, Massachusetts. Is that where um What's his name? Gilthorpe? Gilthorpe? Is that where that's supposed to be or is that in Ohio? Because this this story reads like it's written from Stolen from the panels of a Gilthorpe comic strip. Mm-hmm. Two people in Milford, Massachusetts, charged after officials busted what appeared to be a large gathering for volleyball tournaments. It was, in fact, a large scale gambling operation. What? <laughs> It appeared to the untrained eye to be a large gathering for volleyball tournaments, but they say it is in fact a large-scale gambling operation. Milford, Massachusetts police found cash and cards strewn across a picnic table, an illegal concession stand complete with a friolator and alcohol, and you could gamble on the volleyball games. All of this taking place in the backyard of a home in Milford, Massachusetts. Huh. So you've got volleyball games going on in someone's backyard. As a front. Along with the <laughs> the whole thing was they were playing volleyball so they could gamble on volleyball. Ah. You've got the concession stand set up there. You're selling beer <laughs> out of your backyard. You've got volleyball games going on, and people are betting on the volleyball games that are taking place in the backyard. It was on a massive, massive scale. This was not, hey, I bet you 10 bucks uh, that team wins. This was huge. Huh. Well, that,
1: that's fanciful.
0: Deputy Chief Robbie Tosino of the Milford, Massachusetts Depli- M- Police Department says, quote, It really just got to stop. We just want it to stop. There's better ways to make money. Is there? If you're telling me I could have volleyball games in my backyard, set up a little concession stand, heck, I'll be working a concession stand tonight for nothing. There'll be no gambling or alcohol. Come and say hi if you're at the Bettendorf-Davenport West game. I'm not sure if we're at the visitor's concession stand or the home stand. But I'll be there tonight. Well, typically... Day. No, I think if you're actually cooking... I don't know that I'm cooking. I don't know what she signed up for. I thought there was for. talk
1: that you're grilling.
0: Well, I, I, I go where
1: I'm Because told. if you're grilling, then you're probably by the, the home concession stand. And what they would do is take your grilled pork chops or hamburger sandwiches and then take them to the other side. Wouldn't you assume, though, that grilling
0: would be done by a parent that's maybe been there before? I've only had a kid does, in high school it, for a week. Does, I don't know that you want to put me in, in, in charge it, of the grill. It, it,
1: it does sound strange. Yeah.
0: I think I'm just going to be there selling, I don't know. I, I'm going to go where I'm told. Blow
1: pops? Who knows? If someone comes up and says, uh, can I get a suicide? Suicide? Will you do it? A little well, splash of everything.
0: Well, no, because they sell bottles. They sell bottle pop. No. They don't they don't have fountain drinks. You don't drinks. have a fountain drink? No. Oh.
1: It's it's
0: it's not no.
1: It's not Little League 1978. Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Well, yeah, but even Little League 1978, you didn't get fountain pop at the games. Sure you did. No. Yes, fountain did. pop was what you got at the seven eleven after Little League. Oh, you got it. You had fountain pop at your games? Absolutely. What sort of rich boy are you?
1: Well, the richest. My goodness. Richie, no, they had they had a listening had, to Dave and Richie. Richie in the a, morning like over a little, here. They had like a little Pepsi fountain thing. Yeah, inside the little concession stand.
0: Not, not any place I played ball. Cans. And we didn't have Pepsi or Coke. It was RC Cola. And we liked it. Cops found at this volleyball complex happening in somebody's backyard. They found all kinds of uh, cash... People were arrested. Two of them arrested, including the homeowner of the house. Yep. When they searched the property, cops seized ten thousand dollars in cash. All of it being wagered on backyard volleyball
1: games. You know what? I. You know what sort of review I think you would get from this thing? Hmm. Great frigging party! Dr. White
0: is in Med- Milford, Massachusetts. <laughs>
1: Is Rick here? I'd like to spend money on the next
0: match. Where's Rick? Great party. I'd like to get a bet in. Where's Rick? Police say they were watching this situation for months as neighbors were complaining about the high volume of traffic. Yeah. Milford police, by the way, also has their headquarters two doors down from where this was (laughs) happening.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: One of the neighbors says here, quote, There's about 100 people there every night. There's a lot of people there. It's illegal. You can't do it here.
1: Wow. So I wonder if they hired, like, good volleyball players. You know what I mean? I got Karch Karai playing in my backyard. But I mean, like, uh, all of a sudden, uh, kids just out of college or something. Oh, that makes sense. Is there some sort of seedy underworld of volleyball
0: gambling going on? B- how do I how do I get in? Black market
1: volleyball?
0: That's the thing. You know, with sports wagering now being so legal and easy, yeah. I kind of miss the shadiness of it. Yeah. I kind of miss having a guy, you know?
1: Yeah. Well,
0: now yeah, that it's yeah. all above board, now that the no t- now that the taint has been removed, it ain't no fun without the taint. <laughs> easy now. Should that be a new shirt? Investigators say it was a confidential informant who helped crack this case where operators were netting hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash, again, on backyard volleyball games. Wow. One of the deputies for the police says, I was amazed to see it was going on to that level, and it was that much money changing hands. One of the two suspects is due in court today, Police say more arrests could be incoming. I mean, I've just never heard of this.
1: Where's Rick? Is Rick here? Does Rick have any smokes? Does Rick have any camel lights?
0: Get off our porch. (laughs) Great party, guys. Can I use your phone to call Domino's?
1: What are you going to order? Two pizzas. Small ones. Number two. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two. 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 Did you ever
0: watch First We Feast, the, uh, the Hot Ones interview show? That's where the guy will have on uh, different celebrities, and they'll just
1: sit and eat different hot wings. I, I don't know if I've seen the show. I've seen clips of it. Mm, so he... I know what you're talking about. What, where would you find that show? Oh, it's on YouTube. On YouTube, mm-hmm. see, I don't. Yeah, okay. You don't get YouTube, is that well, what you tell me? Well, I mean, I, me? I, I would have to look it, up, but it's not I, on television. Yeah, it, the show is
0: called Hot Ones, and it's on the First We Feast YouTube channel.
1: And people eat hot wings; they start off with milder ones. They do, and then just keep going up and up right, and up.
0: Right, right. So he'll have a a, a movie star or, or some musician, and they'll sit there, and he'll ask them questions, and. They'll eat hot wings, and the hot wings get hotter and hotter and hotter to the point where, more often than not, the celebrities are just in a lot of pain. Right. It's just uncomfortable because everything's just so hot. Yeah. So he's talking to you know a Jennifer Lawrence, a John Mullaney, a Pedro Pascal. But, but he's eating them as well? Yes. But yeah. he's probably better at it, huh? Well, and he makes a point to say... You know, I, I I've done this a lot more than people I, other people
1: have. Okay, so, he's built up some sort of tolerance. Well, to some sort of tolerance. So, th- so it's not like he's struggling asking the questions. No, and they have like glasses of milk
0: there for yeah. people. I mean, they. But there, there are somewhere the interviews just stop because the celebrity sure. can't even the brain doesn't even work anymore. Right. They have partnered the people at uh, Hot Ones, partnered up with. Hot Pockets. Four new Hot Pocket flavors will use some of the sauces that are featured on the show. Mm.
1: So hot, Hot Pockets. Yeah, Hot Pockets from the Hot Ones. Have you seen, I guess Campbell does this with their, what's their, ch- uh, Chunky Soup, right? Mm-hmm. They've got Chunky Soup, and then progress, uh, uh, Progresso, right? Mm-hmm. Soup? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's a, that's a soup. Those both now have hot versions of soups. Really? Yes. And even like the Progresso ones, they'll be like, they'll show you how hot. So a spicy canned soup. Yes. And, but some of the spicy ones, are they'll have like, they'll show like five peppers on it or whatever. They'll have like a spicy just chicken noodle soup or whatever. Really? And I've, I've had it. Or yeah. they, they've got a spicy like jambalaya or something, or a, a gumbo soup. I'm looking here
0: at these from the Spice It Up line, Progresso Spicy Tomato, and there's like a little, uh, little
1: heat thing on the side of the can. Right, but some of them are very heated. As a matter of fact, the one that's like the, uh, like the the gumbo or whatever, I've had it, and I didn't add anything to it because it's like, well, let's see what this is, mm-hmm. and they are legitimately hot. I've, Certainly too hot for some people.
0: I imagine though a ghost pepper chicken noodle when you're all oh. when you're all stuffed up that could really open up some oh, things. Oh,
1: absolutely! It's good Th- stuff. Some
0: doors to some different dimensions. Yeah,
1: it's good. Well, that seems kind of extreme. They've got their yeah. They've got a and there's several of them. Several different uh, soups they do this to.
0: As measured by the Scoville Heat Unit scale, that's the tool for measuring the spiciness of peppers. Chunky's ghost pepper chicken noodle soup is 13 times spicier
1: yes. than regular chunky spicy chicken noodle soup. Because they have, they have spicy stuff too, but I don't know how spicy their stuff is. How much do you think I could uh, uh, eat of a, of a ghost pepper ch- chicken noodle soup?
0: Is that the Chunky
1: or is that the Progressive? Well, what difference does it make? Not Progressive, Progresso. (laughs) Progresso, Because Progresso, I think, is hotter. They make their soups hotter. Is that right? Yeah. I could bring some in and you'd be like, I can't do this. Uh, Text line 563-223-8355.
0: Andrew wants you to know that uh, Hot Ones is also available on Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu anytime you
1: like. I think I might have access to that.
0: So they are partnering now with the people at Hot Pockets. Uh, Four new Hot Pocket flavors will use, again, the sauces that you see on the show. The four flavors play with a range of heat levels. On the milder end, there's the spicy garlic chicken and bacon Hot Pockets. Yeah. There's also a Hot Pockets classic garlic Fresno hot sauce. Two of the other flavors promise to turn up the heat with the red and green variations of the hot ones, Los Calientes hot sauce. The Smoky Green Chili Cheese Steak uses the Los Calientes Verde sauce, while the Hot Habanero Pepperoni and Sausage Hot Pocket use something called the Los Calientes Rojo variation to bring the heat. The final flavor dares, it says here, to be the hottest pockets ever. The Fiery Hot Pepperoni uses Hot One's infamous Last Dab hot sauce. That's the one, Last Dab. Where the celebrities often just tap out. Last Dab is a really hot sauce. Oh, it's something else. All of these flavors will be available anywhere Hot Pockets are available starting this month. Uh, So if you're into it, if you really want to just open up some portals to some other flavor dimensions, that's something you can do.
1: See, I've got that. What is it? The... um Carolina Reaper plant yeah. that I've had for like three years. Now, I it only, it's producing less and less. It produced like four peppers this year. But my nephew, he grew some uh, Carolina Reapers from seed this year. Man, it took off. Oh, it yeah? went crazy. Oh, yeah?
0: Why is yours doing less and less?
1: I, I think it's just old hmm. or older. This was the first, you know, this was the First year for his mm. from the seed, and it's just wow, it's like, Are you that's crazy? And they're and big ones. Well, I, I, this, this seems like too
0: much for you. Oh, there's no way I could pull too this too much. Off. Yeah, no, I, I accept my limitations.
1: You have a very tender palate, uh, you know, I really do. We have a, pl- uh, was, as a matter of fact, and, and you're picky. Well, there is that. As a matter of fact, I was talking, I was talking to my brother who's also picky. This was kind of funny yesterday. I don't, we were talking, I don't know. We mentioned that you had only, um, that you'd only had half of a Big Mac in your life. Well, uh, that's not, enti- I've you, never. You, like, I, you, like to, you took two bites. I've
0: only had half of a ba- Big Mac as it's supposed to be presented. Yes, I've had a, one or two Big Macs without the sauce or the pickles or the onions. That's not really That's a, not Big, a Mac. Big Mac, thing. right? No. As far as a true proper Big Mac, I took two bites and it was it was too flavorful for me. Yes. You, yeah, So
1: he, you ha- you've only had two bites of a Big Mac in your I'm life. I'm no Don Gorski. And so I asked, yeah. So I asked my brother, and it's like, could you eat a Big Mac? He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I could. Yeah. He goes and he goes. I, I, I said because Dave, he only had like a couple bites out of one you could you could have a big mac oh yeah i could have one i haven't though (laughs) i'm like well so it's like well dave's had more big mac than you have then Uh, i could do it i could do it i haven't so it's like you guys need to get together hey uh go on a picnic together (laughs) brian
0: brian you did not write pink floyd's comfortably numb I feel I could have, though. I think I could (laughs) have.
1: You're listening to the two men who put the hot in Hot Pocket, Dave and Darren. Hot Pocket.
0: Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 The American Emu Association would like you to know
1: that emus are horrible pets. That would be my guess. Of course it's, they are. It seems are. as though they would probably knock a lot of things over.
0: Are people more interested in getting emus as pets because of those Liberty insurance
1: commercials? They need to be outside for the most part, I think.
0: There was a, a Liberty commercial once where it was just Doug and Lemu the emu wasn't on. And my kid about put his fist through the television. Oh, boy. It's like, where is Lemu the emu? Got to put up with Doug and there's no emu? That's ridiculous. I could see thinking for half a second that an email would be a fun uh, friend to have. There's a a case here where a, a guy had an emu as his emotional support animal. Nicholas Olenek says he'd never experienced grief and depression until his brother and his dad died in the span of less than two years. This guy's 41 years old. He lives in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and he says it was a little much... I never felt that low before, so I was looking for anything to help. Uh What finally helped was an emotional support animal in the form of an emu. Emus are, they're like ostriches, right? Big birds that cannot fly. Uh, This emu was prescribed to him by a local psychotherapist. He raised the bird from a tiny chick in his suburban home, and instantly he felt his mental health improve. He says the emu, quote, brought me back to life. It gave me a reason to wake up in the morning. When a neighbor complained about, you know, having an emu living next door, it set off a legal fight with city officials. The emu industry says you should not have a pet emu. So then what is this doctor doing? What is this
1: therapist doing?
0: I don't know where you get off prescribing an emu. If the American Emu Association says you should not have an emu as a pet, can't be an easy thing to find. They say warning, uh, they say suburban environments are inadequate for emus. They are not to be considered emotional support or therapy animals. According to Kamara again the vice president of the American Emu Association, quote, emus are horrible pets. She's concerned that people see Lemu the emu in the TV ads, uh-huh. and they get the idea that all emu act like CGI-generated cartoon birds. But this weirdo with the emu says, uh, no, this is the best thing going. Better than dogs, he says. An emu is a better pet than a dog. He says, every doctor just wanted to give me drugs, and I didn't want them. He doesn't even like taking Tylenol. When a friend and his wife retired from the military and started a farm in Tennessee to help with their post-traumatic stress disorder, they got an emu. That's how he got the idea to get one, too. Well, that's one thing. They have a farm.
1: Yes.
0: He bought an egg at an emu farm near his house and brought the chick home in January of 2023 after it hatched. Like the rest of the animals in his household, which includes dogs and cats and turtles. He likes turtles. You're a great zombie. Thank you. Uh, the tiny female bird was named after a character from the Dragon Ball Z animated TV series. So it's Nimbus the Emu. The Emu lived in the house with the family and used a doggy door to go outside as she pleased. It can get down that low? Well, when it's tiny, oh, I suppose when she so. grew bigger, the family had to open the screen door to let her out in the backyard. The houses in the area sit on about a quarter acre of land. The emu had a harness and a leash for when he would take her on walks around the neighborhood. Don't
1: birds poop
0: wherever they want to? I don't know that you can potty train a bird. A bird, no. But he says this uh, bird lessened his anxiety, calmed him down. She would notice me being down and just come snuggle on me, he says. She brought me back to communicating more. So is he the one saying they
1: make a lousy pet?
0: No, he says it's a great pet, but the people who are... Behind the American Emu Association. Says, don't do it. You should not do this under any circumstances. Emus can cause horrendous injuries, they'd like you to know.
1: What kind of diseases do they carry?
0: In February 2023, a neighbor complained the family was keeping an emu. Virginia Beach Animal Control cited this guy for violating the city code. A judge fined him $50. While he considered Nimbus a companion animal, the city considers emu to be livestock. The American Emu Association, a nonprofit group that represents the emu industry, says these birds should be raised for agricultural purposes such as meat, leather, oil, feather, and eggs, and all in a proper, safe environment. They can weigh up to 100 pounds, grow to almost 6 feet tall, and when they take off, brother, they're going places 30 miles an hour. They need an adequate amount of fenced-in space to walk, run, and forage. You do not need a license to buy an emu, but it is, they say at the American Emu Association, completely unhealthy for an emu to be kept alone with only human companionship. Emus are not safe pets for children, they say, because they have razor-sharp claws that can easily slice an artery or cause horrendous injuries if they're not properly handled. There is a huge demand, it says here, for white and blonde emus driven by social media. But the good people at the American Emu Council want you to know, do not do this. Four.
1: Four. Four. Four.
0: I'm thinking about three things at the same time, and my brain just kind of snapped. Uh-huh. What? You're all crossed up. <sighs> you know, I really am. I've got a uh, legal story here. This is when I wish we had uh, our guy Nick Mason. Okay. From Nick Mason and Scott on the blower.
1: But he's always got such a busy schedule. I get it. I mean... I'm not saying there aren't, there aren't moments, moments where he'd be available, but it's like, well, he's got to do this. He's gotta no, do I get that. it. I get it. I just,
0: it'd be nice to have a keen legal mind on hand. Here. I got you. I'm glad we have at least one. Because, who, Which one is that? Nick. Oh, right. But well, he's not here. No. There's this, uh, there's this. story of a lawsuit, and I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to even process this. Burger King being sued because the Whoppers are not that whopping. A U.S. judge has rejected Burger King's bid to dismiss a lawsuit, claiming that it cheated hungry customers by making its Whopper sandwich appear larger than it
1: is. You mean on a television commercial? Uh Uh-huh.
0: U.S. District Judge Roy Altman. In Miami, said Burger King must defend against a claim that its depiction of Whoppers on in-store menu boards Mm. mislead reasonable customers. Sometimes those menu boards have a little bit of video, right? What about unreasonable customers? Well, I'm sure they get plenty of those. Thinking of uh, the time Paul Lynn went to a Burger King in Evanston. Just positively disgusting. You you, you can't behave that way, Paul Lynn. What are you doing? Customers in the proposed class action are accusing Burger King of portraying burgers with ingredients that overflow the bun, making it appear the burgers are 35% larger and contain more than double the meat than Burger King actually serves. Double. Burger King counters here that they are not required to deliver burgers that look exactly like the picture. But the judge says that'll be up to a jury to decide. Ooh, snap! A a jury can tell us what reasonable people think. In this decision it was made public on Friday, Altman also let the customers pursue negligence-based and unjust enrichment claims, dismissing claims based on TV and online ads, finding none in which Burger King promised burger size or patty weight and delivered it, failed to deliver it. So I guess... The issue is not with the TV spots. The issue is with the pictures that they have when you go into a Burger King. Yes. Burger King sang here in a statement yesterday, quote, The plaintiff's claims are false. The flame-grilled beef patties portrayed in our advertising are the same patties used in the millions of Whopper sandwiches we serve to guests nationwide. Although that's not technically true, because everybody knows that if you're looking at food, in a TV ad, they have put a bunch of stuff on that food to make it inedible. Sure. Don't they put, like, glaze and all kinds of... Vaseline and and stuff on it to make it look good. I mean, everybody knows that's the case.
1: Yes, but they're not talking about that.
0: No. They're saying when you go to the Burger King and you look at the menu and there's a sign there that says, look at this whopper, how delicious it is, that's not what you're actually getting. McDonald's and Wendy's, by the way, are defending against a similar lawsuit in the Brooklyn, New York federal court. The plaintiff's lawyer there on Monday citing this judge in Miami's opinion to justify letting that case continue. It's also worth pointing out that Taco Bell Hmm? was sued last month in the Brooklyn court for selling crunch wraps and Mexican pizzas that allegedly contain only half as much filling as they advertise. Each lawsuit seeks at least $5 million in damages. Keep an eye on that. I read something the other day, and I want your take on this. Because I think there's, there's something to this. If you're a restaurant, uh-huh. and you want to sell us on the idea of a, a bigger burger, mm-hmm. we're all for that as consumers. Mm-hmm. But all we ask is, quit stacking it high make it wider ah. isn't that everything when the burger is is stacked yeah. like r- ridiculous yeah. Yeah. like uh you know something scooby doo and shaggy would eat in a single bite yeah. when it's one of these you know uh foot long uh, hamburgers you can't eat those hamburgers you ridiculous man make it a wider hamburger or, why is that so or hard or
1: a smaller bun so it appears as though it's oh. a bigger burger What, we didn't do anything. Because you can get smaller hamburger buns. I don't hate that.
0: So like a slider bun. And quite
1: frankly, most people would be like, I don't need that much bread anyway. That's true. And it's white bread. It's true. So it's just like a smaller bun. Burger's the same, but look at this. It's all sticking out. I went to a window the other day uh, to get
0: a, a lunch. Uh, a fast food lunch. And uh, I will say it was not at any of the restaurants that we've mentioned so far in this story. Really? Yeah. And uh, I was really excited. I got my lunch. But the bag didn't seem like it had everything that I ordered. And uh, and when the young lady brought it to my window, it was one of those deals where they were so busy they had me pull forward, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, And when the young lady brought the bag to my car... I thought, well, I don't know that everything's in there.
1: I have a sneaky feeling. Yeah.
0: And uh, I said, are you sure everything's in there? She said, I'm positive. Ooh. And I opened the bag up, and I gave it a quick glance, and I thought, yeah, okay, we're good to go. And then? And then I drove all the way home. I opened up my bag of fast food deliciousness. The hamburger sandwich was not in the bag.
1: Oh. You're positive of what? What are you positive Uh, of?
0: I had to go back. I had to go back,
1: and uh, you know, like how, I think. How they, did you not see the burger? Well, because how I, did you not not see?
0: Are you calling me a Nazi?
1: No, I,
0: I, I, there were also I got a small fry and a small cheese curds to go along with it. So the cheese curds and the fries were in there, but not the burger. But the hamburger sandwich. Did I the, tell you I got really? butter burger was not in there. I if see you what catch what I'm saying. I do. So I had to go back. I had to leave my uh, my the sanctity of my home and go back and venture in there. And the thing is I thought uh, this is just a couple of minutes ago, surely You remember me. That well, but I went through the drive-through and then I had to go into the yeah. into the, you know, yeah. the store. Uh. I thought they must have that hamburger sandwich it's still laying sitting around somewhere,
1: right? Somebody must have taken already it. consumed it because they had to make me a whole new hamburger. Did sandwich. I tell you that I got rear ended in a drive through the other day? No.
0: You yes. did not tell me that. I did.
1: What? I got rear ended. I'm like sitting there. Oh, no. I, I'm the next Just one. For the sexual thrill. I'm the, the sexual thrill Some sort of crash situation. I'm here? the next one. I'm the next one in. There's somebody in front of me and I'm the next person up. And all of a sudden, bam. I'm like, what the Oh what? no. What? Oh no. What? No. What's going on here? Hey crashy. What are you doing down there? And I get out. This little old lady had hit me. God, oh, it's always the little old ladies. And she was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, and I know what's gotta be going through her mind. It's like, I've done it now. I'm I'm done driving. <laughs> there goes my freedom.
0: Oh no! There goes my
1: independence. Well, yeah. And so I take a look at the bumper, and thankfully, because at first when I got hit, I'm like, "What? The, what? What? What's going on?" So I I went to put put the car in drive to mm-hmm. move up a little bit. So mm-hmm. and and in doing so, I put it in neutral. Oh no! And then I st- stepped on the gas a little bit, and I thought. Oh, this car's disabled. <laughs> oh no. I'll never drive again. Uh, you've destroyed my car. Oh no. You've de- you've somehow destroyed my car from a foot away. Tapping me. By tapping me. Oh no. So I get out and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And I'm thinking, "Boy." So I look at I look at the the bumper and it, it looks fine. I'm like, "I I'm like I th- I think we're fine here. I think we're fine here. I think we're fine. Then I take a look again and I just wanted to make sure structurally mm-hmm. everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And it did it looked looked like there maybe were, were a little t- two tiny little spots where, you know, some paint got, or a little something got rubbed. Mm-hmm. But not enough to make any big deal out of it. I'm like, I think I think we're okay here. She's like, "I'm sorry my pr- I, I bent down to Get my purse and I am like, okay. You didn't pull the Jackie Coogan and
0: instantly put the uh, neck wrap on.
1: No, no, I didn't. I didn't. What and a what sucker I, you, you are! And you man. know what I should have. You know what I should have done hmm. to really blow blow her mind. Hmm. I should have paid for her meal. Oh. That would have been like, you're never gonna believe this. I'll tell you what. I on. I. I just I just ran into an angel. Yeah. Uh, there are there are true angels on earth. And it's Wait. interesting because you know when I on my way to this particular restaurant, yeah. And I didn't realize this until I was a few minutes into it. Because I'm driving behind this car and this car is got looks like it's got um it looks like it's got a turn signal. Like uh-huh. they're going to turn. Uh-huh. Like they're going to turn. And I'm like, it's like, well, there's your spot to turn. You didn't turn. And all of a sudden, I realize he doesn't have the turn signal on. He's got his flashers on. But one of the lights is burned out. And he's got his flashers on because I had, now all of a sudden, I'm part of a funeral procession. <laughs> oh, no. I'm part of the funeral. And there are cars that are passing by. Oh, no. And I'm like. You guys shouldn't be passing by, and I'm not going to because now I've realized I'm at the I'm at the back of a funeral procession, which took me all the way to the restaurant where I got hit.
0: This is where I get off.
1: This is where it is. They kept going, and I just I just kind of turned off. This is where I get off. You know. Do you think know? they got to
0: the cemetery and they're like, "God bless." Who left the line to go get food?
1: <laughs> well, he really wasn't part of. This. But I I I missed the opportunity to buy that woman's lunch. With your beard, it would have beard, blown her mind. With
0: your beard and your know, long hair, you I, do look like a middle-aged Jesus. Well, when
1: I first when I first uh, you know when I first got out, you know she probably thought, oh, 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 God! <laughs> she, probably thought, she probably me. thought, oh, God! <laughs> I've done it again. Yeah, I blew my opportunity. I should have just compl- that would have been a story she'd tell for you know. The rest of her days. An- another year and a half, at least. At least 18 months. A-
0: at the very least. Number five. 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 Number five. Quartz here at Planet 93.9, we enjoy playing what they call alternative music. That is to say, songs that are uh, outside of the mainstream, not the big popular hits of the day. We also like to, from time to time, share with you some rather alternative points of view. Mm. These are people who are sharing what they consider to be unpopular opinions. We invite you, as always, if you have an unpopular opinion you'd like to share, to give it to us here on the text line, 563-223-8355. It should be on your radio right now. That's uh, that's the number. Put it in your phone and uh, text us whenever you need us.
1: You need it. What is wrong with you?
0: (laughs) What are you doing?
1: As opposed to telling people that you, you want it, you need it. <laughs> Unpopular <laughs> opinions. We already know you want it. <laughs> Let's get to the point where you need it. <laughs> Unpopular opinion number
0: one. Craft macaroni and cheese tastes better than homemade macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I've never had real macaroni that tasted as good. Mm-hmm. The noodles are starchy, dry grainy, with gross hard bits, and the cheese is all stingy while also being dry and grainy, like someone mixed cheese with sand. I like my food to have a consistent flavor and texture, smooth noodles and creamy, liquidy cheese. It's simple, it's
1: consistent, and it tastes good. Yeah. If prepared properly, it is consistent.
0: Unpopular opinion.
1: I, I, I don't completely disagree with it. I don't
0: either. There's times where someone will present a macaroni and cheese, uh, and I yeah. think, boy, this boy. is so far from what I know craft macaroni and cheese to be. I
1: wish this was out of the box.
0: Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion. I'd rather have my food cooked by a machine than a 16-year-old kid. I've seen a couple videos of the behind-the-scenes at McDonald's and other fast food places and how they make all their stuff, and there's a lot of automation in the process to make everything more consistent. Mm-hmm. It looks very mechanical, But I'll be damned if it's not effective. I'm okay with it. All I hear is people complaining about the lack of a human touch, and I just have to ask, what touch does a human add to a McDonald's hamburger anyway? I'd rather have a 3D-printed burger that comes out the same every time than have some 16-year-old who's worked there two weeks because of the turnover rate make my burger. People like consistency. Yeah, they do. Unpopular opinion, dirty dishes don't go in the sink. Dirty dishes go on the counter next to the sink. I can't stand when people fill the sink with dirty dishes. Then you lose the use of the sink. Hard to fill a glass or wash your hands because it's got dishes in it. Also, you got to take them out anyway to fill the sink just to wash them. Just rinse them and stack them neatly on the counter. I get it. Everybody's got a dishwasher except me.
1: (laughs) Here we go. Here we
0: go. But I've been racking my brain, and nobody in my or my wife's immediate family has a dishwasher. None of my aunts or uncles either. I didn't realize this was weird until today.
1: I don't have one. I don't want one. I've had one. And when I did have one, I didn't use it for like two years. I don't do it. Really? Yeah. No. Wash the dishes. Wash the dishes every day as you use them. Or pretty pretty close to, like, I've got dishes in my sink right now. Yeah. Not many. Not many. When I get home, they'll get washed and put away. But you
0: don't put them on the counter. You put them in the sink. They're in the sink.
1: But there's not many in the sink. Do
0: we put dirty dishes in the sink because it kind of hides the dirty dishes? If they're down below, Mm. you, you don't really see them.
1: Maybe, but... And
0: then you, you have more time to wait and do them, where if you leave them on the counter, it really needs to be addressed.
1: Now, do you remember that story when we were kids about the guy who, uh, like, his wife is away on vacation, or, or maybe she had to go see her mother or something, and the guy is on his own, and he keeps putting off doing the dishes to the point where if they're piled... To the point where he has no dishes to eat out of, so he has to start like eating out of ashtrays. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden he, he, is, he is procrastinated to the point where there are all these dirty dishes. And she's coming home. So his solution is to take all the dishes and put them in the back of his truck and drive around while it's raining. <laughs> this can't be real. Well, no, I'm not saying it's real. It's a story. Uh-huh. But it was a story I remember uh, liking as a child. You never heard that story? No. Yeah. So he, so, yeah. So he was basically he used I'm eating every... out of the ash. He he used every bowl and plate that he had, every cup, and then finally got to the point where he ran out. He had to start eating out of ashtrays. <laughs> And then the wife, the wife is going to be home soon, like that day, and he. Takes, oh no! Oh no! So he takes advantage of it when it starts raining, putting all, putting everything in the back of the truck.
0: Okay, Darren, this is actually a children's book.
1: Yes, I was a child. Okay, so
0: it's not. This isn't. This didn't really happen. I know. It's called the man who didn't wash his dishes. <laughs>
1: well, that's a great title for it. <laughs>
0: See, I thought you were making it sound like this was a story that you had heard had happened to, like, a neighbor or something. Oh, no, 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 no. This is (laughs) a children's
1: book. Okay. ...make good things to eat, but there was so much of it that he grew very, very tired by the time he'd finished. He just sat back in his chair as full as could be and decided he'd leave the dishes in the sink till the next night (laughs) and then he would wash them all at once.
0: Oh wow, this book
1: goes on for a while. Yeah, to the point where he's eating out of ashtrays. Oh
0: man, here he is driving around in the rain in his (laughs)
1: truck! And the soap dish in the bathroom. He was so very, very tired after carrying everything back and putting it away that he decided from then on he would always wash his dishes just as soon as he had finished. His supper.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, some so sort it was, of it, lesson. It ended up being more work. I see how yeah, this works. Right. All right. It was a lesson for you kids.
1: <laughs> Maybe it was a soap dish that he ate out of. Maybe not an ashtray.
0: Well, uh, this looks like it's an old book. Could have been an ashtray. It might have been an ashtray. Have you ever heard of people that use their dishwashers to cook turkeys? I feel like that's <sighs> something that you, we deal with every every Thanksgiving. They say if you put a turkey in a dishwasher... You run it without soap, obviously. Yeah. I think in three cycles,
1: I think, your turkeys. Done. I think I don't know about turkeys because that's a that's a big bird. But putting like, if you were to have like a piece of salmon or something, uh-huh. and then if you tried to if you just cooked it in a like a ziploc bag, that would probably work.
0: Your dishwasher offers an excellent environment to cook turkey, specifically turkey breasts to juicy perfection.
1: Yeah, turkey breast is a different thing.
0: If you went to somebody's Thanksgiving dinner and they're like, "You, you like know, the, the turkey?" You and like you're like, that? "It's delicious." And they're like, "I did it in the dishwasher."
1: You did what? I think I'd get violently ill immediately. You you, you cooked you cooked it in the dishwasher? That's no, right. I did it in the dishwasher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Unpopular opinion, I think snoring is kind of hot. Okay, hear me out. I'm a 24-year-old female, and I think it's hot when a guy is snoring a little. I literally don't know why, but I'd rather a guy snore than be completely silent sleeping. I don't trust anyone who's totally silent at I'm night. probably crazy, but I can't be the only one. Maybe it's because I hear them I literally don't know. Now, is a, a, a snoring attractive on a girl? Ah, probably not, but when dudes have, like, little snores, it's so cute.
1: Okay, little snores is one thing. Uh Uh-huh. Get a load of this.
0: Unpopular opinion. All movies should have bloopers in the credits.
1: Doesn't matter if it's Oppenheimer. (laughs) Last night I was watching No
0: Country for Old Men, and the credits were incredibly boring. Just a black screen with text and a slow guitar instrumental piece being played. You want bloopers from
1: that movie? That's not a movie that lends itself to bloopers. I want them for everything.
0: Burt Reynolds always ended his movie with a blooper yeah, reel, like, right? He,
1: they were like, they were more lighthearted. hearted <laughs> His movies, for the most part. Maybe not Deliverance. Bloopers from Deliverance? I can't remember the last time.
0: Remind me to ask Mike this when he's here next hour. When was the last time you saw a movie where they had
1: bloopers in the end credits? Well, I don't know if they had bloopers, but the Hangover movies always had, like, the pictures that, that we were going to take a look at once and destroy. Oh, you know what I'm okay, about? yeah, yeah. They did that with the Hangover Well, there's movies.
0: all kinds of creative end, you know, sequences. And now, like, the Marvel movies have, you have to wait till the end of the credits to see a scene. Mm. But just straight up bloopers at That's, the end of a movie.
1: Yeah, more of a... More of a 70s thing. Yeah,
0: unless Dom DeLuise is in the film, I don't see
1: what you're talking about. Dom's not coming back.
0: Unpopular opinion! People overreact to bees and wasps. I understand that some people are creeped out by bugs in general, but I can't remember a time where someone was just unbothered by a bee. I have never seen or heard of a bee stinging someone without being provoked first. I swear you, people act like every bee is just out to sting. If you leave a bee alone... It'll leave you alone.
1: Well, I was talking this to uh, a buddy the other day. Yeah. When's the last time you got stung by anything?
0: Uh, A couple years ago. Really? I was out at Pinnacle, and I got stung right in the middle of my backswing. And my hand, like, blew up. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. I got stung last fall. It was about a year ago. I was uh, painting the shutters on the house, so I had to take the shutters down. And some wasps had built a, a nest there, and that son of a gun stung me uh, right on the
1: right on one of my
0: on my hand. Now
1: watch this go ahead and happen. Now, I bet it, I bet I'm like on some sort of like at least 30 year streak hmm. that I haven't been stung.
0: Well, I think that's going to come to an end because you have a backyard where you have a lot of pollinating. Uh, no, that's plants. true. You're gonna you're kind of asking for it. One of these days you'll be out there on a griddle. And uh, you won't even know it. And you'll you'll just feel you something. What, those things, they just love the spearmint.
1: Yeah, know. the bees do, huh? Oh, no, go crazy. Good for babies you. go crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I, I've
0: been stung multiple times the last. I probably years.
1: will get stung. You're yeah. right. Yeah.
0: No, and when that when that wasp got me last, uh, it was in
1: September last year when I was taking those shutters down.
0: It it hurt like a well, son of a
1: gun. I suppose so. And I don't remember ever having a real allergic reaction to it. Mm-hmm. That could change, though, couldn't it? That could be all of a sudden, it's like, well, that was 30 years ago. So Your body chemistry is maybe uh, all crossed up.
0: Yeah, when I got stung golfing at a, at, a, at a tournament, my hand, like, the finger just blew up. It was the weirdest thing. And then when I got stung by the wasp this last, last year, uh, I've got one of these things where you can, like, uh, it's like a syringe that you can suck the stuff out. Of the bee sting, you had that with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got it for mosquito bites, and then I used it for the. It was right. I mean, it was at my house, right? So it's, we keep in the first aid kit. If you get stung by a mosquito and you use this thing, because what you're when you itch, you're itching because of a reaction yeah. to the goop that they're leaving in I'm your sure, in the bite. It makes sense. If you can suck that goop out, uh-huh. m- mosquito bites are no big yeah. deal. So I applied the principle to the bee sting yeah, and the wasping.
1: Oh, It was fine. It hurt like hell.
0: Yeah, but it hurt like hell for a good 10 minutes. My buddy then got then stung. A, a, a bee
1: or a wasp or whatever made its way, because he had a little opening, into his uh, motorcycle helmet. Oh, no thanks. And he got stung on the jaw.
0: Oh, no thanks. Unpopular opinion. Timothy Dalton is a better bond than Sean Connery or Roger Moore. Yes, Dalton. He's serious, yet has charm. He ditched the unnecessary camp and was the era that bridges the new and old styles of Bond action. Timothy Dalton has intensity in his character, and his thousand-yard stare is as cool as a cucumber. Maybe it's my being raised on Goldeneye and the similarities of Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan, but Dalton is the far better secret agent actor then cheesy Sean Connery and campy and old Roger Moore. Mm. Unpopular opinion. Timmy Dalton's a really good bond. But of the three, he's in third place. Stop yourself. One final unpopular opinion before we get to local news. Grape Jolly Ranchers are the best flavor. Grape. Grape Jolly Ranchers. Instead of me sitting here and explaining why grape Jolly Ranchers are the best, I'm going to talk about the other flavors and why they're not the best. Okay, I'm going to come up from it this angle. Didn't see this coming. Cherry Jolly Ranchers. Honestly, too sweet. Makes my teeth feel weird after I eat one. Green apple. Well, that's weird because I associate green apple with sour. But the actual candy isn't sour which tastes weird to me. <laughs> watermelon Jolly Rancher. Uh-huh. I can actually understand why it's artificial, because real watermelons don't have a flavor. But I've never been a fan of the specific flavor that people at Jolly Rancher use for
1: watermelon. What do you mean watermelon doesn't have a flavor?
0: Blue. I imagine somebody who's chewing on Jolly Ranchers as often as this cat, probably not a lot of stuff has any flavor. Blue raspberry. Okay, actually, this flavor's pretty great. I don't really have any problems with it. <laughs> Some people complain about the medid- medicine taste of a grape Jolly Rancher, but I actually like that flavor. Whenever I had to take medicine for a stomach ache, grape was always my
1: go-to flavor. What do you know? it wasn't. It was whatever the medicine tasted like. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm, I'm guessing this is a younger person where, for for, a, for quite a while now, all medicines for kids, you have a variety of oh, you do? Oh, choices okay. for flavor. Yeah. But, yeah, like, medicine, remember when you were a kid, like, it was, if you would do, like, penicillin or something, it would be, like, this bright, f- incredibly looking pink color, and you thought, mm. well, this is going to be delicious. Look at it. It looks just like bubblegum, but it did not taste like bubblegum. But now they can make it taste like, uh, like bubblegum, so that's, it's easier for people, for the youngsters. Those were some unpopular sure opinions. Are. Happy to have shared them with you.
1: Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it would be like this.
0: That was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to it, downloading, subscribing,
1: leaving a review if you get a chance, and, of course, thanks to Nature's Treatment of Illinois. And Nature's Treatment uh, has the largest menu in all of Illinois, the entire state of Illinois. They got the biggest menu, and they offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour. They have vapes, edibles, so much more. Sign up now if you're an Illinois resident to get your medical cannabis card through leafwell.com. You'll receive coupons and discounts. Until next time, hang loose, you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, uh, Quad Cities. This is for the Quad City's reference spot. Spot. boy, Yeah, we keeping it locked. rock guy. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot.
0: Uh. Ooh-wee, what a cliffhanger. Oh, boy, oh, my. That's a real crazy ending, huh? Hasta la vista, suckers. <laughs> Stand clear
1: of the closing doors, please. <laughs>